Hey friend, and welcome back into the podcast. I'm Carrie, co-founder and owner of A Natural Shift, along with my sister, Julie. Our vision is to bring wellness to our local and global communities. We believe that through daily habits, the real progress and lasting change you desire occurs. Here's what you can expect. Each week on Wednesday, we will bring you a topic, a concept, or an inspiring interview that falls within the three pillars of wellness, nutrition, movement, and natural solutions. Some weeks, we will share a Monday mini episode, all with the intention of helping you take the upgrade to become the best version of yourself and all that God created you to be. So I'm really excited about the episode today because I've gotten so many requests to have this topic out on the podcast, which is sleep. And so we're going to have Christine Hansen with us, who's a sleep expert talking, really giving us a deep dive into sleep and all the things that can really play a part in good sleep or bad sleep, let's say. So I'm going to hop in and tell you a little bit more about her in just a second. But first, I wanted to mention, um, with it being Christmas time, coming right up if you're um, listening to this at the time of airing. And I know some of you might be stressing about a gift. So we've had several people ask us if they could gift a, a Natural Shift community membership to someone they love. And so we've actually got that now set up on the website for you. So if you go to a naturalshift.com and then you click community and you go to join, there is a place right there that you could click gift a membership and we'll get a little bit of your information and voila, we'll set that special lady in your life up with a one-year membership to the community. So if that's something that you're interested, head on over there and um, give the gift of health and community this Christmas. All right, a little bit more about Christine Hansen. So Christine is a sleep expert to CEOs, executives, athletes, and high achievers who want to sleep but can't. She's actually a number one Amazon bestselling author for her book, Sleep Like a Boss, The Guide to Sleep for Busy Bosses. And she's got so many accolades, like literally it would take me forever to name them. (laughs) She pretty much knows what she's talking about. She actually has a, a background in functional diagnostic nutrition, and uh, she's done a lot of research on the gut and how it pe- plays a really pivotal role, emotional, um, lifestyle, biochemical stress management. All of these things play a part in our sleep, which seems kind of crazy, but I told you this was a deep dive. So I'm really excited for you to listen to this information. It was very enlightening to myself, and so I hope that you learned something and can really approach it in uh, at whatever level you're at and make some changes that are going to help you get better rest at night. Enjoy. Well, welcome, Christine, to the podcast. I'm excited to have you today. This is Christine Hansen from Sleep Like a Boss, and I have several requests from our viewers to talk more on sleep, so that's why I asked Christine on, and I'm excited to learn as well. So, Christine, why don't you share with us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in this line of work? I'm interested to hear. Yeah. Hi. So my journey was, well, first of all, I love sleep, right? So it's, I'm a huge sleep junkie and always loved sleep and always kind of prioritized it in a way that I knew that if I didn't get enough, I'd be a horrible person the next day and just be tired the next day. And so what happened was that actually when I was pregnant, I started to freak out about it because, you know, everyone is suddenly telling you that you never sleep again and make sure to get enough sleep in advance. Mm -hmm. And to me, it was really a source of anxiety. And that's how I got started into the whole sleep journey. 
And what happened is I started out as a baby sleep consultant, figured out I really don't like babies that much except my own. So I changed <laughs> again towards uh, working with adults. And in the beginning, pretty much all the courses that I took are pretty much focusing on the behavioral part. So mm-hmm. or what I call sleep hygiene, which means basically no caffeine, avoiding screen time, having the same bedtime. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, it wasn't quite far enough. So I added functional diagnostics, which allows mm-hmm. me to run lab tests and also nutrition to the whole mix and just a little bit more deep coaching. And so that's the process that I have now. And that's also what I train my team in that I'm um, doing in this October. So I'll be having a team and that's basically how I work. That is neat. I'm excited to hear how you use all those tests and different nutritional things to mm-hmm. help people sleep better. I love that. Um, definitely here on Take the Upgrade, we always like to talk about it in a holistic way. Yes. And I definitely um, are, am against like a one, one quick fix type of thing. So I'm excited to hear more. You know, I think you have a five-step process to this. <laughs> and I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah. So the way that I do it, it's like a five-step process in terms of that. I focus really on body and mind. So I focus on stress resilience. Yes. Mm -hmm. So making sure that when I talk to someone, I help them and everyone can do that exercise. It's just basically figuring out, okay, what am I stressing about first of all? And then is it legitimate? Is it something that I actually care about or is it something that I was taught to care about, but that I don't necessarily have to prioritize. So a lot of us are people pleasers. A lot of us were brought up in a way where it was like, put yourself last, make sure that everyone else around you is happy and so forth. And yeah. why that is something that is, we obviously don't want to be impolite, but a lot of the time we just overdo it. Mm-hmm. So scraping that wrong or that unnecessary worrying down is, is a process, but it's something that I really love doing. And it's basically the main pillar of that Um, stress resilience. And then we also do look at lifestyle. So that would be, okay, what does your schedule look like? Do you get enough exercise? Do you get enough downtime and so forth? And then I really specifically dive into the body. Um, So when I look at testing, I focus on hormones. So I look at steroid hormones, which means the, the progesterone, estrogens, testosterone, cortisol, DHA, all of that good stuff, because when those are out of balance, for a lot of us, sleep is the first thing that goes out of the window. They're all really connected because sleep is psychological, but also a chemical process. So it's really important to have a look and see, first of all, how much of those hormones do we have and how do they behave inside of the body? And so that's what I do. Then I focus on the thyroid because 80% of my clients have thyroid issue. Most of them have an underproduction of thyroid hormone Mm -hmm. or they just don't convert the T4 into T3, which is the hormone that we actually need. So I investigate those markers. Then I also look at the gut, which doesn't necessarily seem straightforward, but What happens is that if we have a gut that is either weak or if we have leaky gut, it creates inflammation mostly at nighttime, especially if we are weakened, we are very likely to get parasites and bacteria. Those are nocturnal. So again, it will create inflammation at nighttime, which is raising hormones like cortisol, which is actually giving us energy or it's making us feel wired. So it's really important to see what is happening there. 
And then I also run a food sensitivity test to make sure that we're not eating stuff that is also harming our gut or that is also keeping us awake. So you might have someone who has a very healthy diet and one of my clients was doing lots of exercise, had a gluten-free paleo diet. But the fact was that during the time broccoli was in season and we would think it's super healthy, but mm -hmm. for him, he was actually intolerant. So every time he ate it, he had a huge inflammation happening. So wow. it's just what well, you don't know, you don't know, right? So we tested for that. And then the last thing I also do is a hair tissue mineral analysis, which is basically looking at our minerals and our metals to make sure that we can absorb everything, that everything is nicely balanced. And when I do that, it really allows me to see like a spider web, the different strings within our body, because everything has a connection. Yeah. It's just very fickle, you know. Some of us, we have a very simple sleep, but others are very quickly influenced as one of these things are out of balance. And then usually... I just work with natural supplements in order to help the body to regain balance. Unless I see an emergency, then I'd say, okay, you have to see your endocrinologist or something like that. Um, so that way, when we combine that with less mental stress, or even if we have the same amount of stressful situation to see how we can deal with it better, everything just goes back into balance and sleep is one of the things that just comes back. Yeah. Um, wow. I love the approach that you take. I mean, that's a, it's basically having a look on the inside versus mm -hmm. just the outside because sleep is very, it's, it's to me, it's sort of like hormones. You know, if your hormones are out of balance, yeah, it could be it so many different things. But now that you run all these tests and have such a, a great look on the inside, then you can really get down to the root of the problem. Exactly. And, and I find that, you know, there's always layers, I guess, to, your health journey. But mm -hmm. if you're um, really having sleep issues and you just can't seem to figure out what it is, this is definitely yes. a, such a great option. I agree. It's not for everyone. So if I have someone who gets in touch and they're like, I have had issues for two weeks or I'm just really busy, I don't get to bed in time, then I'm just like, well, that's not my area. Yeah, right. Find a babysitter or someone who's <laughs> just helping you with life coaching, you know. But and the people I usually work with have had issues for years. They know that something's up, but they've been told that everything is fine because their normal tests are usually in range, which doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. so they are desperate, right? And they don't really know what to do. And then that's who I love to work with. Yeah, I love that. And I love that it's very specific. You know, it's not for everybody, but that's okay. You know, I think exactly. that um, it's, it's all a journey really when we start on just trying to become our healthiest selves. But I'm, I'm curious. So your background is um, in nutrition. Is that correct? It's one of the things. So the main, I would say the main diploma that helped me was functional diagnostic nutrition. And it okay. does have the word nutrition, although it's really just, it's not really focused on. It's more about functional diagnostics, really. Mm -hmm. So it's based on functional medicine, which is just looking a little bit more at the root cause. Um, right. rather than just looking at what are the symptoms, how can we relieve the symptoms and basically keep the body from dying. So it's a little bit different. Um, Definitely. And then I did add nutrition, nutritional therapy, because I was missing that for mm -hmm. that diploma. So I added that. And I also added food intolerances and um, allergies. And I also did dietary supplementation certification in that. And then hair tissue mineral analysis as well. So I basically what I did was the more I learned, the more 
I saw what kind of pieces were missing and I didn't know enough about. And then like a kaleidoscope, I kind of think of every kind of diploma that I did, I'm probably taking 10% that mm-hmm. I use over and over again because I see that's what is needed. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And just like it's not a one-stop shop, you know, to just do one of those, like you said, you kind of have to add them in because it is so such a holistic approach, especially to something like sleep. Exactly. And sleep is, it's metaphysical. You know, we have, it's, yes, it happens to some extent in our brain, but if we are worried, it will influence it too. So it's our psyche together with our physiological being. So it's, it's very unlike anything else because you cannot say, it's your liver. So let's dissect it and see what is happening there. Or let's mm-hmm. make an ultra scan. It doesn't work that way. So it, it's really, you have to approach it holistically to, to be as efficient as possible. Sure. Now, you know, we kind of went through all the things that you would look at. So once you have that information, tell us a little bit more about what you actually do with that information. I mean, as far as I guess diet changes and maybe more tests mm-hmm. or, you know, supplements, what, what do you, um, so the first thing that I do is it really depends on everyone's test results. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will go test through test and see what has happened. And I'll explain what is happening to my client. And then we will go in with natural supplements depending on what is happening. So the first step that I always do is gut repair before I do anything else. Mm-hmm. So I would probably go and if I see that there are parasites, which is 70% of the case, I never, I actually with my clients, it's pretty much nearly a hundred. I never have a client who doesn't have parasites. Yeah. Um, we would go in and then we prepare the gut to clean it out. Um, so I don't usually use antibiotics unless there is a parasite like H. pylori or Helicobacter pylori or mm-hmm. something C. diff, which is just you have to kind of for good measure go into with an antibiotic. Otherwise, we use natural supplements. So what I do first is I get rid of something that's called biofilm. And the biofilm is basically, you can imagine it like this protective shield or dome that parasites and bacteria create in order to protect themselves and sometimes also even to prevent detection. Mm-hmm. And what it does, it's just a, like a cling film of protein, basically. And it protects them from antibiotics, which is what can produce a superbug afterwards because it makes antibiotics not as strong, which means that they can start building resistance to it, which is really, really difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I get rid of that and I use a product that's called Biocidin by Biobotanical yes. Research and has mainly oregano in it as the main root. And anyone who's working with essential oils, for example, will know this is just a natural antibiotic. And then afterwards, I go in with uh, a more gen- general antiparasitic kind of supplement, which might be based on olive leaf extract or garlic. There's different brands in, that I use. It depends on where my clients live and what they can order. Okay. And then I also always use an anti-candida protocol. Candida is really hard to pick up on tests, mm-hmm. um, but I do find that a lot of my clients have that. And so for good measure, I do that. And I actually usually recommend them to do a kind of candida cleanse every six months. And for those who don't know what candida is, it's a kind of yeast. It's a strain of yeast. And we all have some of it usually, but it can, if you have it in a too high amount, it can get very, very toxic. And it can definitely create inflammation and ruin your sleep. So, And it can create a lot of fatigue too. So I usually clean that out. 
And what I find is that when the gut starts, when I see that there's leaky gut too, I also use something to help the mucosal barrier to rebuild itself. And usually I find that after that, a lot of things go better. But the second step would be in and to look at rebalancing hormones. So using adaptogens to help with cortisol, like ashwagandha, for example, mm-hmm. or natural variations of estrogen or progesterone, depending on who my client is or something like dim to lower estrogen. If I have a guy who has too much estrogen, for example, or if I have a woman who's premenopausal or in menopause, we will help that way. And then the last, the thing after that would be the thyroid. But usually I do find that a lot of the time when we get there, the thyroid is actually fine because it has started to rebalance itself. Yeah. Sometimes with uh, in consultation with an endocrinologist, we will change the dosage of synthetic thyroid if there is indeed an issue with the organ when we just don't have enough T4 production. Mm-hmm. We will do that in combi- combination with a specialist. And then also throughout doing this, we also look at nutrition. So obviously we'll clean out anything that is creating inflammation that we saw from the food sensitivity test. But I also really just look at what people are eating. And the biggest issue that I see is that there's lots of foods that are high in sugar so Mm -hmm. that there's blood sugar issues. So what I usually do is I look at their diet and I just give them suggestions how to exchange high glycemic food to low glycemic food, which is basically foods that just release sugar a little bit more slowly. So Mm -hmm. compare like white pasta with brown pasta, for example, it's still carbs, which you need. Everyone needs carbs, but you just want to reduce that blood sugar spike in order to make sure that it's nice and balanced or having a good protein together with your carbs. And I find a lot of people don't eat enough protein full stop. So I just give suggestions to that. And then the last thing that I then do is I look at the hair tissue mineral analysis. It's a test that's very quickly done and that is fairly quick to get results for as well. And that will basically show us what is absorbed and what isn't absorbed. And very often you have several minerals who I find like the first tier, which is um, calcium, magnesium, potassium, and uh, what is the last one? Oh, I don't know if I'm a calium. Um, uh-huh. is, it's in the chemical table, but it's a different word in English. Never mind. Sure. But, <laughs> for example, find if you heavy metals always work or minerals work in tandem with each other. So if one is, for example, in excess, you won't be able to absorb another one. So you might have a healthy diet or you might even take supplements. But if, for example, your calcium is blocking, is in excess, you won't be able to absorb vitamin B6, for example. Okay. So there's different things. And it's it's a fascinating test that I adore. And so that's the last step that I then do, simply also because I don't want my clients to take a gazillion of men of, of supplements. <laughs> like they right. are, it's always just for short time. But yeah, and usually we're good by then. Like usually we don't even need all of that to have sleep come back, but it's just polishing and perfecting let's put it that oh way. definitely you know i'm just thinking that, you know this is like a whole life overhaul <laughs> it is i always laugh because people are like you could just call yourself health and life coach i was like i could <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is that's what we do it's it's you cannot just have tunnel vision on these these mm-hmm. things yeah and just think about 
I mean, better sleep, obviously, you know, you preach all the time and and this is why you started, you know how important sleep is, but yet Mm -hmm. this is like a whole, like I said, it's like a lifestyle overhaul. So not only is sleep going to get better, I mean, your days are going to get better. Absolutely. And you'll have migraines that are going away. Potentially a lot of my clients eat more, but have less weight because suddenly they have a lot more protein in their diet and it's just, they're more aware of it. And you suddenly know what you feel like when you eat foods that are not toxic for you. Mm-hmm. So we just get used to it. And when you cut them out and then you reintroduce them, you will suddenly notice the effect that they have on you, which is amazing. Yeah. And then it's also, you know, women with fertility issues, all of those things are connected. Definitely. And obviously your sleep will is, is your ultimate anti-aging and healing tool. So it, it, it's all working together really. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, this is so fascinating. And I know some people are definitely at the point where they they need this and they want this. And I know you help so many people. I'm curious if you have just some general tips for just the people that are listening that, you Mm -hmm. know, maybe they don't have the finances or they're not at that place yet. What are some, you know, maybe five good tips that you could give them to help where they are right now? Mm-hmm. So I see there's two different types of insomniacs. You have those who have issues falling asleep and you have those issues who have issues staying asleep. Yeah. So I usually categorize those who have issues falling asleep, um, usually my worriers. So they have a lot of worries and they are a little bit more nervous and anxious in general. And what I would everyone to like to remember is that sleep actually starts in the morning and it's influenced by everything that happens throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Very often we just don't have time to deal with it. And so you can imagine like this bottleneck. And when you finally force yourself to be quiet, have it dark and quiet, that's when everything, your brain is finally like, okay, it's me time. Mm -hmm. And it's going to just bombard you with everything that it wanted you to deal with. So something that you can do is preemptive work and just be aware throughout the day what is upsetting you? What is triggering you? What is annoying you? What is making you anxious? What is making you angry? And that doesn't mean that you're going to need to spend a lot of time on it, but just being aware or writing it down and that it only needs to be a word is going to help you massively. It's just going to relieve so much stress. So that's really why my number one tip for the people who have this monkey carousel, this monkey mind, um, to make sure that you remember that it happens throughout the day. Yeah. And for those who wake up at nighttime, it's for me, that's always kind of a sign that there's something with your liver or some inflammation happening. So look at your diet, just write it down. And also when you eat, because I had a lot of people who just by writing down, I ate this and this and this at that time who noticed how weird their eating pattern was. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't actually eat in the morning or I don't actually eat than that or actually I have a lot of sugar in my diet. I didn't even notice before I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. So I do think that that's a huge, huge, huge part of it. Yeah. The other thing is that you really, if you are the anxious type, it's to not to stress about it too much. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the time we think, okay, I had a bad night now the whole next week is going to be a horrible. Yes, you will most likely be more tired, but you've been through this before, I'm sure, and you managed. So just remember that. It's not ideal, but it's not going to kill you. It's not going to make Mm -hmm. you lose up. You will be able to get through this, right? And so there's lots of these little things that you can do. 
Sure. Yeah. I mean, that I tend to be like that as well. If I don't get sleep the night before, I'm, I'm like, it creates more anxiety because I know I, how important sleep is and I want to get it the next night. So that's, that's a very good point. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I hear a lot of people say, oh, the room has to be a certain temperature or something like that. Is there any, you know, research to that? What is your, what are your thoughts on that? There is research in terms of that your body cools down when you fall asleep, right? So it goes to, to conclude that if you help it to cool down, Uh it is going to make it easier to fall asleep. And just when it's too hot, nobody likes it to be too hot and you need to move a lot. You need to, you know, open your blanket in order to cool off, but then you're cold. So you're going to the blanket again. And that is just that movement and that semi-awareness is just making making it harder to fall asleep, which is why if you have a temperature that's ideal for you, then that's perfect. You know, I'm a little bit of a geek. I have a bed that is um, where you can adjust temperature and it has ventilation inside. So I go like, it's my job. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) it's my job. So, but you know, I am a huge believer in air conditioning, for example, which does sound obvious in different countries over the world, a different part of the world. Mm -hmm. But in Europe, it's not yet. And because we all have these new passive houses, which are like eco-friendly, you're not allowed to have air conditioning in them anymore. So you need to get a separate one. I think it's a great investment. It just makes such a big difference. And then for the rest, in terms of bedroom, I'm just a big believer that it shouldn't be cluttered. Um, You shouldn't have the chair where you put all your clothes on. Because even if you think it doesn't bother you, it is. It subconsciously is bothering you. So just get you you hang everything in the closet straight away. It's just a big, big benefit. And having the bedroom, imagining it to be like a hotel bedroom that is making you happy and feeling, mm. making you feel lush makes a huge difference because you look forward to going to sleep. It's a beautiful place. You like it. It doesn't matter what it looks like as long as it's your taste then that is amazing. I have a gazillion cushions and throws and everything on my yeah. bed. What some people are like, you do this every day. And it's like, yes, every morning I make my bed. I love it. And in the evening, I love going to my bedroom because it's pretty. So I think that is a big piece of it too. Sure. Yeah. I love that. Um, I think that a lot of those, you know, and just like the tests, it's not just one thing. It's all the things. Exactly. So it's, you know, it's being intentional during the day and it's finding a temperature that works for you at night and it's putting away your clothes. And it's really, I mean, honestly, it's just being intentional throughout the day and mm-hmm. at night to really make sleep a priority. So I hope this has really helped our listeners just realize how important it is to, um, to really be intentional all throughout your day, not just 30 minutes before you want to go to sleep. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) for sure. I really appreciate you being on Christine, um, all the way across the the pond, I guess you could say. (laughs) Um, and where I'm in Georgia now, so obviously you can probably hear my accent, but, um, just thank you for being on with me and I'm glad to meet you, um, on this platform. And will you please let people know how they can reach you and how they can connect with you? Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And the easiest way to find me is via my website, sleeplikeaboss.com. You'll find me, all the links to go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, your whatever, Spotify, iTunes, I'm everywhere. So you'll find yeah. me. And if you want to get in touch with me personally, you can just email me at christine at sleeplikeaboss.com. That's my private email, christine with a C-H-R. And that's how you get a direct link to me. So I'm always open for conversation or for having a quick chat. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. 
You're welcome. Thank you for spending time with us today. For free resources and materials, head over to anaturalshift.com and make sure to follow us on social media. You'll find those links in the show notes. It would mean so much to us if you would leave a review and tell us what you'd like to hear more of. Share this episode with someone that you know would love it. This is how we can get our message out to more people. And until next time, don't forget to take the upgrade in some small way today.